It's unique. Suspense, mystery, drama. It has all those things. Yeah. Yeah, it's unique. I'd say that. Uh, a story that has thrilled millions. I hope. Yeah, they really <laughs> shot for the stars with that one. As they should. Yeah. Uh, she gave him the six most reckless hours of her life, then vanished. Was it six hours? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know about that one, but probably right. maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to six hours. Yeah, a sure. night he couldn't forget with a woman he couldn't remember. I like that. That's good. That's from the Philadelphia Inquirer, actually. So hometown heroes looking out for it. And finally, the most talked about mystery in 10 years. Cool. Uh, let's find out if that's true, folks. Dot, dot, dot. I think, right? Yeah, that's how we did it. That, yeah, I think so. Wait, wait, yeah. hold on. You ready, buddy? Yeah, I'm ready. Ah, oh, that sounds so good. Break it off. What season two? Is this? This could be season two. No, this is season three, isn't it? I don't know. I figured we went so long without a break, and then we took a break. That's a new I, season, right? I think it's technically three now. I think. I think this is still. I think this is still three. I, my seasons go, we we weren't even going to have seasons, and then we took a nice little break, and then uh, here's the new show, the Neo sh- show, if you will. Yeah. Danger Dan, I'm calling you today. I like that. I'm surprised it hasn't come <laughs> up that much before. Yeah, what then. if it has? Who knows? That's that's for the intern to decide. Victor Laszlo still, we haven't fired him. Yeah, he was on break just like us. We gave he, him time off. It was actually his fault. We were ready to keep going, but he... You know, he fumbled everything and we're like, all right, well, seen a couple months. Yeah. Gentleman Joey here to say he's fucking fired now. Surprise, buddy. <laughs> we're looking well, look, for a new intern. Yeah. Going to get some resumes uh, through Indeed.com. Uh, welcome back to you, Dan, and to everybody, I guess myself included. It's good to see you. It's been a while since I've seen you like face to face. So I can confirm that it's good to see you. That much is true. Thank you. Yeah. I uh, I feel very rusty. Well, so do I. So I feel like collectively our. I feel like I was thawed too soon, you know, but they needed us. It kind of like it it snuck up on me a little bit, too, because like we had been talking about it. And then like you were just like, let's do it. (laughs) And then I was like, okay. Well, we said it was going to be together. Yeah. You know, the day we're recording today, but it's going to be tomorrow. This is how it's going to be for season two, my season two, Dan's season three. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're already we're starting off a conflict because <laughs> can't agree on the season. Uh bi-weekly from now on. Okay, yeah. Uh and you know, I'm sure there'll be more breaks, but I think that's the best way to, to keep it fresh, exciting, and and continuing. Yeah, I, I think that's you know, it, it's I think for us it's like sustainability you know what i mean yeah. like being able to sustain it and, and still kind for of free you know bring it. It, yeah if you're paying us to do it hey <laughs> welcome to the show everybody you know like this is my favorite thing to do but it's just it, it's a lot of work for free uh we're passionate people we have a lot of passions but one of them will remain e- each other in film noir so we're gonna make it work we'll figure it out but the love is still there the love yeah. is still there the love never left you know yeah. that you should be so lucky yeah <laughs> And we might have quietly just sort of got on our tiptoes and, and got out in the night silently. But, uh, 
you know, thank you to the Noiros for being like, hey, where the hell are you? <laughs> we miss you. Yeah, said some nice things, um, you know, made some new friends uh, kind of in the absence Some people popped up that said very nice things to me and, and have some new lifelong buddies. So that's cool. And um, we appreciate it for sure. You know, we do it for each other, but we do do it for you. And, you know, a lot of people say that and they're really talking to like two people. But <laughs> <laughs> we would love it if that was the case, because then we again, we could stop doing it. But uh, everyone's so cool. And this whole brief hiatus just reiterated that so Probably yeah. something more than thank two you. people listen to us so thank you yeah definitely <laughs> so yeah here we go episode 106 i feel like that's enough right dan how you wow. been? yeah it's a lot dan has like seven kids now <laughs> a lot a lot's changed a lot has changed years. he has a beard or like six beards i mean he always had a beard I he has a, a new <laughs> new toro emoji shirt that much is true actually <laughs> Yes, that, that part is true, yes. Uh, a Toro Imoy shirt for every child running around his house. Fatherhood has humbled you, Dan. What can I say? <laughs> Indeed. That's the question we're here to ask today. I feel like a, a combo of Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando and Austin Powers in oh. Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Oh, wait, no, International Man of Mystery. Yeah, I was going to say, that would have been very specific. To yeah, so no, I, on that one, I feel yeah. like the time-traveling one. No, no, no. I just yeah. feel like I've, uh, I'm have i coming back on a mission, and here we go. We're here, yeah. Yeah, I was chopping wood in the in the woods. That's where you do such a thing. <laughs> that, is, that is all of what you did in the last few months. I can I can confirm that. That's how you exhausted did, you... I feel, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we, we came back, and they're like, what film is going to be worthy for the lads. The lads are back in town, Dan. Get your karaoke version of uh, Thin Lizzy. With changing the lyrics, We changed it. But we'd yeah. accept the boys, too, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That still works. That's an Irish band. If anyone were lads. I was going to say, it's kind of fitting in a way. It kind of I don't works. know if they ever did say lads in their songs, maybe because they were trying to appeal to everybody. But... Sure, yeah, yeah. And they were also very proud of their heritage. This is yeah. a Thin Lizzy podcast now, if I had my ways. <laughs> Thin Lizzy yeah. and Film Noir, that... That would be beautiful. I never, never thought that would happen, but here we are. Dancing in the moonlight. Maybe, just maybe, some maybe Phil Lynott was secretly into film noir. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. If only he were alive to ask the questions. These are yes. some of my biggest regrets, but yeah, he rules and he came from the heavens to say, lads, we need you. I'm not going to do an Irish accent, Dan. Okay. I, I would <laughs> I'll attempt many accents. Not that one. That's fair. It's a, I wish not to offend the Irish. Understood. Really, or anybody. I don't know. We're off to a great start. <laughs> What's that about editing? Uh, yes. He came down from the heavens, Dan, <laughs> holding his bass. He was a bass player, you know. I I did know that. Yes. Did you miss how long it takes us to get to an episode, Laros? He, he, he was fiddling with his bass knobs, you know, getting the sound just right. And he, he played his siren song to bring us in and said, hey, Phantom Lady, it's time. My personal most requested episode. It's not well. just you, Dan. I w- this is a, a fan requested episode. Yes. Um, guests on the show are like, you've done Phantom Lady, right? And we're like, no. <laughs> and we're not going to bring you on when we do it either. So it's definitely one of the heavy hitters. It's just kind of we've been waiting for it. Dan is holding up. Uh, who, who put that out? Is that Arrow? Arrow. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful Lovely. copy. I myself watched this on Criterion Channel. 
Very cool. Which I was very happy to see was there. Another fun thing I saw, because uh, I had never seen this movie before, and mm. um, I, I was saving it as well, both for show and life. You know, sometimes you save some heavy hitters, you know, you you can't watch them all, Dan. Otherwise, you're going to die old and just be like, I, I did everything, you know? I'm getting there. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I hope I got like 20 more years at least left. And in those 20 years, I could then save some book or something that I was really holding on to. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, certainly that'll happen by accident with all the stuff I have. That's true. Can't be helped. But I had and I put this on and I realized I hit play on Criterion Channel. It started like 15 minutes in. Apparently, I tried watching this at some point and uh, and I'm like, oh, boy, that that doesn't bode well, because why did I bail on it? Um, But I watched it. I already spoiled this to you in text message, which I rarely do. But why beat around the bush? Had a great time. So, yeah, I was like, I, I don't know why I'd stop this, I guess, because I was sleepy. I mean, yeah. if there's any slow part of this movie, it's like the very, very, very beginning. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not that slow. Like it, no. the movie is so quick and, and, and so much happens in it. But yeah, that was interesting. I'm, I'm glad you waited. You probably started it because I was probably just constantly bombarding you with telling you about it. I, I don't know if that's true. I think it might have been like yeah. in a criterion, like you know they Lunch, have like yeah you were doing like they have yeah, like a collection probably, of, of yeah. like films that they'll put together like this noir theme for the month or something and yeah I, I imagine i started it and then again was like yo i am sleepy yeah been there. it has nothing to do with the quality of this movie so here we go episode 106 phantom lady released january 28th 1944 from universal pictures got the nice classic universal mm-hmm. uh title card in the beginning Directed by Robert Siadmok. He's back. Uh, I think this was like his first film noir too, right? Yes, it was. Coming in hot. Maybe one of his best. Dan, what else has yeah. he done on, on the show that we basically did every film <laughs> but this one? We've done a few of his, I think. So we've done Christmas Holiday. No, oh, that done... recently. Well, I guess it to us it's recent. <laughs> December. Uh... Yes, we've done the killers. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. we've we've done file on Thelma Jordan. Um, he's done a ton of other film noir that like I I love all of his. So, so you know he's great, and he's yeah. done other good stuff too. I mean, it's not even just film noir. Um, so we got a screenplay by Bernard C. Schoenfeld, and it's based on Phantom Lady. Title so good, you're not going to change it. Mm-mm. The novel by Cornell Woolrich, who again. Said a lot of novels turned into film noir that we've done on the show. Uh, Speaking of first timers, or at least not on the show, but as far as debuts in in film noir, first time producing for Joan Harrison, who was a big part of Hitchcock's troupe and does a great job. I mean, we've we've done some of her stuff as well. And yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. And old Woody Bridell doing the cinematography does a fantastic job. I got a great quote about him. Oh, fun facts, boy, so. I'm looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, little so teaser. Yeah, uh, Dan, give yeah. us a brief plot synopsis of this movie before we, we talk about some scenes. I, I want to see what you could do in like 30 seconds. Wow. This is the new right this now. is the new show. New new format and, and not telling me. Um, <laughs> yes, whoops. <laughs> um, basically, it's it's honestly, it's kind of a perfect film noir. I, I, I think it's it's kind of you got the mysterious like chance meeting of some Scott Henderson, lady right yeah and he meets the phantom lady and goes hey, that's out to mr a... henderson to you dan 
I thought I was familiar with him at this point, but all right, Mr. Henderson at this point, I guess. If you're nasty. Um, yeah. And he uh, basically ends up getting her to go to like a show with her. This and phantom then, lady. Yeah. Yeah. His phantom lady. And she ends up basically disappearing. Um, she, she truly then becomes the phantom lady. Right. At first you're like, what are you just a big fan of this newfangled comic strip that's appearing right now called the phantom? phantom. Yeah. I wish. And then he returns back to his apartment. Yeah, he's like, find... okay. So it turns out he's married, right? Yes, right. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go cheat on my wife tonight. That'll be good. He gets stood up at this bar, but he's like, hey, you look good enough for uh, cheating on this woman with a hat. This hat is a thing. She's a hat wearing phantom lady. Quite a hat. It's quite a hat. We will get into it. So he, after she disappears, goes back to his wife and is like, all right, guess I'm slumming it tonight. She's fucking dead, Dan. Yeah, his wife. Yeah, and all the cops are there. And strangled to death with his his own necktie, and had to be cut off from her neck. It was squeezed so deeply. You'd have to have some very effective and noticeable hands to do such a thing. Which will come Um, up later. So he gets to jail. He he, he's sent to the big house. It it looks like a done deal. In comes Ella Rains to say, "Not so fast, everybody. Uh, Let's show him how Kansas gets it done." And so. She goes to try to clear his name and hijinks ensue. And I guess those hijinks is what we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. She's job, determined. Man. She's yes. determined. Yeah. Um, to clear his name. She is. <laughs> Where to begin? Yeah. I, I mean, like I said earlier, I, I feel like this has like everything, like everything you want out of film noir. It's there. And more. I mean, and more. Yeah. I mean, um, the coolest thing that really stood out to me was Ella Rains, Kansas. You know, she's the main character. Yeah, she's absolutely. the one getting everything done. She's doing the detective work. This is her best role. I mean, you know how much I love her, but Very I think so. that I think this is just her best. I think it's her most dynamic role. Yes. And and she plays it so well. I mean, she plays a couple different characters, basically. I mean, she plays Jeannie, which that whole sequence where she's kind of seducing uh, Elijah Cook Jr. as she's getting help from that detective to try to get on the case, to try to reopen it, to try to clear Mr. Henderson's name. And she so basically like tries to play this kind she of go, like, she goes, yeah, she, she, <laughs> she goes deep cover. Yeah. She goes method actor, you know, takes great. Some, has to take <laughs> some drinks to get it done, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Hi, chick. <laughs> Let me take a look at you. Hey, you look even better than you did sitting in the theater. You could have knocked me cold when you gave me the eye. Gee, you should know how to beat it out. Thanks, baby. Oh, by the way, the handle's Cliff. Cliff Milburn. I'm Jeannie. You and I are going to have fun tonight, Jeannie. You like Jive? You bet. I'm a half kitten. Oh, baby. So, yeah, she's basically... every Everyone saw our Mr. Henderson, Scott Henderson, Alan Curtis. Welcome to mm-hmm. the show, buddy. But they seem to have been paid off by someone to just shut the fuck up and pretend it never happened to send this guy on death row so she then is like well i want to figure out what's up with these people like let me recreate his night let me go back and see what i can do and (laughs) somehow and by somehow i mean she pulls it off be intimidated i mean she is (laughs) especially with the bartender where she's just like looking him down and following him down the street like every his own horror movies it's so great so, yeah, so she goes back to the club where, you know, the, the tickets were, the hat thing went off, and everyone saw our phantom lady at this place because there was Mr. Cook Jr. on drums, just horny as hell, just 
playing with his dick, basically. It's well, great. that doesn't come. That doesn't come till when they go when he takes he is, it to the, the little no. Spot. He, he's hornier, but when he's yes. looking at Phantom Lady, he's still just like woo wee, not too shabby. And then there's also the singer who is only billed as Aurora. Yes, but there's some fun facts with her. I, I have Dan. We'll, we'll get into. But she has the same fucking hat, and she's like, I don't like this one bit. And she's even like, throw away this hat. I can't believe there's more than one out there. And I will deny everything. I don't even know if she needed to be bribed, right? Like, I don't know if they went to her. I think she she just was so mad that there could be another hat that she just denied it completely. Yeah. She was fun. She was very angry. Had a great voice. What more could you want there? Yeah. (laughs) Not too shabby. But yeah, uh, Elijah Cook Jr. Just horny, fake and playing the drums. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. I mean, that that whole sequence, and, and you see it a lot in the film, a lot of those, like, kind of diagonal frames mm-hmm. where, like, the people are, it's kind of framed in a way where you're seeing it, like, on an angle. Getting a little Dutch angle there. A little bit, but... Not it, quite. It, yeah, what, what is it between quite. Dutch and, and a traditional angle, right? I don't I don't know what that camera is, but, but he does it a lot in this movie, mm-hmm. particularly during that whole sequence where Elijah Cook takes Ella Range to that, like, it's basically just like a storage. Yeah. Base. Where they're just like playing for no reason too. They're and he just pops like in for jazz, two seconds. You know? So just like, let me just like bang on the drums for two seconds and press my girl. And then yeah. get the hell out of here. <laughs> but it, it creates that like tension where like, you know, like obviously like it's a code, like they're not really showing a lot, but you see like that, like the, where she's kind of like dancing and she's making that face. Like it's, it's like that rhythm's like really affecting her. And like that's real, like, you know, it's like this whole like erotic scene. You think um, she's affected by it? I don't think so. I think she's like faking it for sure. Well, she's like, faking it. I'm, I'm getting not saying lost it's in the character that she's playing. Yeah. Right. Oh no, I'm not saying it's authentic. I'm just saying okay. like that's that's how they play it. That's how it's played it in that scene. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then he obviously he's ramping it up based on that. He's ramping it up with the with the the snare. But yeah, I love that. That whole sequence is just is just amazing to me. I love it. I love all the close shots, the diagonal shots, yeah, everything about it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's probably your number one sequence of the movie, I guess I would say, for sure. But there's a lot of good times in it. So yeah, the Phantom Lady, she also was like, <laughs> I'll go out with you in the beginning of the movie to, to Mr. Henderson, but we're not going to give any info. You know, like, you're not going right. to know my name no or names. anything like yeah. that. So this really just makes all of this so difficult. He goes to jail, Mr. Henderson. I love the lady when she coughs during the verdict. That was a lot of fun. And like, yeah. <laughs> like, what was that? I missed it. Like, oh, he's guilty as hell and he's going to die. Um, yeah. One interesting thing, too, is Carol goes by or Kansas. We find out she's from uh, Topeka. I think. Topeka. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. And she every time she goes to see Mr. Henderson or Scott, as he says to call her him um, in the prison, it, it's so bizarre. It's so open and private. It's not the typical like pick up the phone or like there's guards around us like they're like in like a like a boxing ring at one point like it's I mean that's one of my favorite favorite shots in the entire movie is that open shot where where it walks in and you see yeah, it's like that weird like center like you said like almost looks like a boxing ring and you see the light shining through through the shadows yeah. lighting her up because she's looking out the window waiting for him to walk in. Um, and then they have that kind of like not argument, but like they're they're just kind of talking about stuff, and he's just real like frustrated with the whole thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's just great great shots. But now we're it's time, Dan, to also bring in the technical star of the movie. Yeah, one um, of 
we well uh, top, top billing, billing top yeah billing, even though it doesn't show up till like 45 minutes into the movie which is half of the movie if you're looking at the run yeah. time it's deep in there but he is hinted mr jack marlowe i recognized it because i'm like oh marlowe that's an interesting name for a film noir and that was I smart got- because it made me remember when he finally came in i'm like oh it's that guy it's that guy and I, and i wanted to make sure that i got the proper uh pronunciation of his of his actual real name for you it's so not you would... fr- franchotone <laughs> it's actually pronounced francho tone okay that's how it's pronounced very fancy jack marlowe he's great i'm not too familiar with him i don't know if that's blasphemy francho tone yeah what's his deal pretty 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 well-known actor yeah what, what, what's his big film this one his biggest one that he's known for is probably mutiny on the bounty like and and i think he like won a bunch of like it says, along with his co-stars Clark Gable and Charles Lawton, making it the only film to have three simultaneous Best Actor nominations and leading to the creation of the Best Supporting Actor. So because wow. of him and that, it, it led to that. And he was actually married to both Joan Crawford and Gene Wallace. Oh, wow. Yeah, so pretty pretty interesting dude. I can both see how he... I missed him and uh, and also that's cool. He, he was in the movie Jigsaw, which I've been really wanting to see. It's another film noir that's been on my list for a long time. Uh, he's been in a few, but that's been one that I've, I've known about for a while. So that's on my on my list. Here's my compliment to him, Dan. Mm-hmm. Fantastic hands. Oh yeah, I mean the sequence when he when he visits Elisha Cook in his apartment after like that old, you know, uh, he finds out that Ella Rains is just kind of playing him, mm-hmm. and he comes in, and he does that whole little like monologue soliloquy where he talks about working with his hands, and he does he kind of like shows them and rings them out you know like you find out he's an artist he's a sculptor and and you get that that's part of it um he's been away in brazil i want to say yeah he was go- he, he was apparently in south america like he was yeah going wink wink as we find out is not the case but and he's scott's best friend by the way exactly that's why so, he came yeah. up earlier and they're like you know he's very successful and they're like he can't help out but they're like he's away but then it turns out he's back he wants to help out but he's a bad guy <laughs> he does not want to help he wants to fuck around with the secretary's investigation and um there's also inspector burgess who put uh mr henderson away but after that he's like look i'm just doing my job like i'll help you out i don't think he's guilty like he uh he didn't which is kind of weird oh yeah no his whole explanation for everything is a little off for sure yeah i think he's just trying to spend time with Evelyn reigns i mean who wouldn't (laughs) <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> mr henderson apparently he's like look yeah at I'm this che- point yeah. i'm cheating on my wife but uh I-, I have not yet considered you as a prospect and if anything i've been cold to you the entire time i mean i do like that sequence where they're talking in the jail and you know he's like telling her like oh you should just you've moved on you get another boss blah blah it's like i just like oh you're in love with someone she's like yeah i'm in love with my boss she's like oh that's real fast that you're in love with your boss Thinking that it's like some new, some new job, yeah, but she it's quit. actually her. She's telling him that she she loves him, but not really telling him. Um, yeah, she's getting ready for a sleepover at the prison. Yeah. <laughs> he could have probably just walked out, Dan. Yeah, a, it's a very, very odd prison. Go get um, a, some late night bites to eat and then head back in. Hey, man, it's like a, it's a low, uh, it's a minimum, minimum security, I guess. Bring some pie to the guards. Yeah. Very, very minimum security. <laughs> yeah um now we got marlowe in town everybody's working on this case we're starting to get back there again the the sequence with the bartender which is you know probably the second best scene of the movie i would say 
I love on the train platform. I, I love the background. Like mm -hmm. the set design is really interesting. And like, you're waiting for him to like do something. And yep. then the other woman walks up. So it kind of thwarts him. And then she confronts him on the street later. And then those like guys just hanging on the stoop are like, well, help it. She's like, no, I got this. Like, don't interfere. But, but even before that, she's just like staring him down and getting a drink. And he's like, you need anything? She's like, no, nah, I'm fine. And then just like keeps looking. at him. Yeah. And so, yeah, she follows him after work. And uh, it all goes wrong and he's ready to be like, yo, someone gave me money not to talk. Let me tell you about his crazy fingers. And uh, it, oh, oh, no, he gets hit by a car when he, he tries to run away. <laughs> he gets like hit by the car and then his like hat gets like thrown towards the ground. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. And uh, so, yeah, that guy, we're, we're back at square one, basically. And then, you know, then, of course, we get our uh, Elijah Cook Jr. And then... Um, you know, he starts to get hip to it when they go back to his place. You go back to his apartment and uh, her purse kind of falls and opens up when she's like trying to like, she like reco keeps recoiling from him when he's like making advances. Yeah, anytime her. it's like time to actually like put up, she's like, ooh. No, yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah. I but can it's, dance, it's kind of but funny, that's honestly. it. Oh, it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, yeah like, it opens up and she sees, he sees a, um, it's like a, basically it's like a telegram. Yeah. Uh, with information like a rap sheet or rap sheet yes yeah, so yeah. probably yeah it looks like a telegram but yeah, yeah it's actually uh, inspector burgess yeah. hooked her up with because she's like yeah we'll work on it together his address yeah here's where you find him and he's like "Ooh, i don't like that whatsoever what are we gonna do about that yeah and she she runs out to call burgess and in the meantime that's when marlo comes in and kills elijah cook and takes all the evidence. So he takes all the, because the, the wire was down, that was, that information was there and he picks it up and, and takes it with him, which will come into play later. Absolutely. So they're like, okay, crap, there's another <laughs> literal dead end and Mr. Henderson's not doing so hot. His appeal's been denied. And they're just like, yeah, this isn't good. Good luck. <laughs> but Marlo is like, hey, I'll help out. Check out my hands. I'm an artist. Like, Everything's going to be fine. But, you know, we're, we're finding out more and more that he's not a good guy. It turns out he faked going to South America. Like he basically got on a boat and then just like hopped off at the last second. So he like went to like Cuba or something, he said, right? So he went to Cuba and then like flew back or something. Something. Yeah. Like he definitely went far enough where they're like, okay, you yeah, know, he's clearly on the boat. And then he made his way back. It turns out he was supposed to meet up with. Henderson's wife, you know, the one who's dead. Mm -hmm. And this is where you get the whole why this happened. But yeah, they were having an affair. This is a horrible a marriage. Nobody's happy. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and they were supposed she's to be laughing up. a lot. I mean, she's laughing at her husband. Yes. And then, she's, start. <laughs> and then she's laughing at her other guy. Uh, yeah. She's asking for it. Right, Dan? She, she needs to die. I'm not die. saying that, but I'm just saying like, it's just, it's just kind of, it's, it's interesting that that's, there's that weird dynamic where, where she's not she's really just, loving either one of them. She's you a know? funny gal. That's all. She likes to laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's like, I'm not coming to South America with you. I, I'm not, maybe I'll try to make it work out in my marriage. And of course, Mr. Marlowe was like, Ooh, I don't like that. So strange. And we get time. the sense. Yeah. We get this, the sense through that he has this kind of like, mental like thing going on and you get it a little bit earlier when burgess kind of tests him a little bit uh, yeah, he, when, yeah he clearly is on to him right. and also you know marlo's too like you know hey like take it easy on carol like don't tell her any of this stuff right i'm telling you and burgess is like well i'm an inspector and <laughs> i'm not great at my job but i'm all right 
So uh, he starts going into about, you know, the criminal mind and stuff like that and how, mm-hmm. they, you know, they're all insane. Uh, what does he say? Like, parent, parent. It's like something strange. Yeah. I it wasn't mean, paranoid I or paranoia, but like something like that. Yeah. No, no. The fact remains that none of you could have committed these murders. Why not? You're all too normal. Oh. Murderer must be normal enough. He's just clever, that's all. As all of them are. Diabolically clever. Who? Paranoics. That's simply your opinion. A psychiatrist might disagree. No, I've met paranoics before. They all have incredible egos. Abnormal cunning. A contempt for life. You make him sound unbeatable. Oh, he doesn't worry me. It's just that there's so little time left. I can't ask help from anyone, officially. My hands are tied. But I'll get the murderer sooner or later. It's always simpler when they're insane. He's like, yeah, they're they're insane, so uh, I think that's part of it. And Jack's brain goes nuts and starts to get a little woozy from his murderous rage, Dan. Mm Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Burgess is like, I got to go. You know, I'm working off the books here on this one. So, you know, I got real work. Don't do anything. (laughs) Don't look into the hat. Just chill. When I get back, we'll we'll figure it out. But she cannot wait. Nothing's going to stop Kansas. And she finds that the singer, Estella, Aurora, Mm -hmm. she has all these hat boxes. And she's able to, to see a name on a hat box that then takes us to the hat. The habitacher. Yeah, there you go. Makes me think of Spinal Tap. That's why I know. Fair enough, Dan. <laughs> that's why. That's why I know about that word. You finally made your Spinal Tap reference for the episode. Welcome finally back. Got Hundred and six episodes. No, that's not true. There must have been another. Oh, I'm sure we talked about Spinal Tap. Yeah, that'll be the new intern's job for sure. Yes. Cataloging uh, how many times we reference <laughs> Christopher Guest movies. <laughs> Just Spinal Tap. I can't Just imagine we brought up any other ones. I'm ready. I, I was going to say, I watched Waiting for Guffman last night, actually. So maybe I could bring that in there somehow. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. The clock is ticking. So yeah, they, they go there and they're like, hey, that hat was one of a kind. So no way. But then <laughs> turns out um, someone who works there is like, yo, you don't pay me enough. Uh, I've been making bootleg hats, you know, on the sly for a while now. And there's this kooky, wealthy lady in Long Island and Terry. Who I made a hat for. Mayhaps. By the way, did you did you catch? Uh, it's Miss Terry, like mystery. Yes, did you catch that? Lo- that is a lot of fun. <laughs> well, she's we, a phantom we, lady, Dan. Right, exactly. That we find out is the phantom lady, and she's in like a um, she's like in the care of like it's like a mental facility, sort of like she has like a like a, a person helping her because she has that kind of like I guess it's like PTSD. She from, had a little nervy B. And uh, because her, her husband, her husband, her, fi- died. her fiance died, her fiance died, yeah, I mean, in a very horrific way, it wasn't supposed to happen. And you gotta be careful with her, you know, you, she's she's fragile, she's fragile, yep, very fragile. And she still has the hat, yes, yeah, she does. The hat ain't going nowhere. And so they're like, okay, I think we got what we need here, we got the evidence, let's drive back. It's a long drive. She falls asleep with the killer, Dan, yeah, things are very spooky. Um. I also meant to say at one point, there's shorthand in this movie. Oh, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Shorthand looks annoying. And there's like Ooh, yeah. long shots of shorthand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the courtroom. Yeah, it's uh, 
I remember I remember thinking the same thing. It's yeah. very bizarre. I'm just like, oh boy, I'm glad I didn't have to learn that. I think it's still a thing, right? Is there like digital shorthand now? There probably is, yeah. Or I think with type, maybe just with typing more people, you get you just get super <laughs> fast typers, you know? Yeah. Unless you just type shorthand. I don't know. You get a key a special keyboard that that has only the symbols for shorthand on it. The lads don't like shorthand. Yeah. I think it's safe to say. I don't know. Maybe there's Not a really fan. fascinating history behind it. Maybe shorthand saves some lives, but coming from where we're at now, thumbs down to shorthand. Maybe in the courtroom it saves some lives. Who knows? <laughs> nice, Dan. <laughs> just, try, just trying, you know. <laughs> so we're all going back to uh, Marlowe's apartment, and he's an artist, Dan. So naturally, there's going to be some kooky head statues. <laughs> yeah, as as you would expect. Wild heads. So many kooky heads. A lot of fun. So she's like, let me call Inspector Burgess, let him know that we solved this thing. And Marlowe's like, no, 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 I'll take care of it. But he's not going to take care of it. He totally wants to go ahead and kill Kansas. And he, of course, tries to go for it while she's calling Burgess. And he's like, here's, here's what's up. Here's why I'm trying to you know, frame my so-called friend, even though we... It's a question of why anyone does like Scott. At one point, he says, like, you know, all my friends have abandoned him. <laughs> And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he's very cold to Carol, especially at this time of need. You know, not like too cold, but just cold enough where he should be like, hey, I love you. <laughs> yeah. And, and you. she she makes a mention to that, that that she knows deep down that he has a good heart and he's a good person. And you get the sense and, and we're going to we're getting to it now where at the beginning you see her as like, you know, she's like his, his personal assistant slash secretary. Who's that other lady in the office? He's just like another secretary there. Ella Rain should take over as boss. That other secretary, do the, th- those two ladies yeah. should just take over. You don't need yes. Scott Henderson. That guy no. sucks. Nah, he's just he's you a know, na- name name only at this point. True, um, but yeah, he has the dictaphone, so she, he always leaves messages for her uh, of things that he's done her to do for yeah. him while he's out. He's like, he's a civil engineer, so that'll come into play coming up. Um, yeah, because <laughs> so dumb. Uh, I mean, I, I like it, uh, but. Uh. I, too, I, too I, the, the whole the whole i don't know if it's just chemistry or just undercooked but mr henderson and kansas chemistry just it was no good to me i didn't buy it whatsoever i i buy the i buy ella reigns i don't buy him i i, I you know i think she sells a lot more than he does like I, I i agree that like yeah i mean he i think i don't know if that's just like how he's playing it or if he just really can't give that vibe off like yeah, he's, he's playing he's that a turd. yeah yeah um but yeah, basically Alan that, Curtis, that, no good. Yeah, basically that's what happens is, uh, you know, he like leaves her again. It's very cold. He's like, oh, I got to go out. I got a meeting. And then le- he's like, oh, yeah, listen to the dictaphone. He listens to it. And then basically just like, you're, you know, let's go out to dinner. Dinner tonight, every night, you know, for the forever. Forever, forever. Like it, it skips. Yeah. Or he just keeps repeating it. I'm sure that's the case because it didn't seem like it was a bad system. Everything else recorded fine. Yeah. I think it was a perfectly working dictaphone to me. He should just pop up in the end, like holding the microphone to say forever, forever. <laughs> gotcha. He's in, he's, in a, he's in a booth like quiz show. In the, the yeah, group. exactly. But yeah. Uh, anyways, back to uh, Marlo and his, his cool, long, creepy fingers. Uh, Burgess pops up. And is like, hey, don't worry, I got you. Breaks down the door and <laughs> Jack Marlowe kills himself. Yeah. Yeah. Does a little hop out the window and that's enough for everybody. And then you get your little dictaphone remix and 
<laughs> you gotta you gotta film more. You do indeed. I uh I like this movie quite a bit. It's a lot of fun. Scott Henderson would be my biggest complaint, but again, he's hardly in it. I think he's just there to he's, he's you need fine, you but you just need him. I mean, he's he's there, but like he's not, you know, it's not essential really. It's I mean, disappointing because everyone else is so good. Right. That, that he like he has such a big part to just be fine is almost a little offensive, but yeah. What are you gonna do? He also got Regis Toomey as a detective in the beginning, and, and he's he, you know, he's a stalwart as a as a film noir kind of detective or, or like side right. side guy. And he doesn't get a lot of screen time. But yeah, overall, yeah, I, I would agree. I, I feel like the brunt of it is really Ella Reigns. I mean, this is like pretty much Ella Reigns is running the show. And, you know, obviously I'm all for it. Um, Deservedly yeah. so. Yeah, she she does yeah. a fantastic job. It, it's a great centerpiece for her. 8.9 out of 10 kooky heads, Dan. I love it. I mean, I, I will say this, you know, numbers aside, like, this is just in my top 10 film noirs just because I enjoy it so much. I mean, obviously Ella Reigns is a big deal for me, but I just love, like, this is one that like I've watched many times. Like I like rewatch value for me. I just enjoy watching this one. Like I actually watched this one, not that long ago. Like I watched it maybe just a few months ago. So this is one I revisit relatively often. And so just to remind everybody, if it's been a while, I mean, obviously it's been a while we, mm-hmm. we've been gone. Dan had rated Double Indemnity as an 8 out of 10. So now knowing that number score, Dan, what and you said this was top 10 film noir, as I imagine Double Indemnity would be. Um, yeah. What number would you give this? I guess a 9. I guess a 9.0. Better than Double Indemnity. Wow. I, I don't want to say it's better than. I, I just say it's more enjoyable. You, you enjoy it more. Yes. I think that's the distinction. Like is, is double indemnity one of the greatest film noirs ever made? Absolutely. Yes, that's a 10 out of 10 film. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But as far as like, like I said, we watch fight cause it's, it's like a perfect time. Like it's got everything I want. Like if I just want like, the I length is space. great. Time right. length is great. We did not give that enough of a shout out. Yeah. Right. If I need, if I need a good Ella Reigns role, you know, she's awesome in it. Great direction, great cinematography, great shadows. It's breezy. You know, like all, I think you elements, can easily, yeah put this on for anybody and you know it'll be quick and and right like hey check out film noir this is this is a good example you're like that like that's how i feel about it like this is a good easy introductory film i think for someone that had that's not really familiar absolutely so then what number did you give it nine that's right okay i did did. (laughs) better than better than double indemnity it's official welcome back welcome welcome (laughs) back indeed uh give us some fun facts dan Okay. Um, Make sure they're extra fun. Okay. Um, this one's no extra duds. Fun. No duds. If there's a dud, I'm cutting you off. I only got good ones. Um, Let's find out. So contemporary sources indicate that Dave Coleman dubbed Elisha Cook Jr.'s erotic drum solo in the, yes. in the movie. Um, this has been confirmed by Coleman's son. Despite this, some more modern sources state that the drumming was provided actually by Buddy Rich. Although Rich claimed to have been so busy in Hollywood at the time that he he said he would have been unable to remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which sounds very very. That much just that just seems like you know I don't think it was Buddy Rich at all. It wasn't no, but no. I just think that's fun. I think it's a funny thing that's brought up. So actually, there was a a, a slight lawsuit about this movie after its release. Um, Jacques Press and Eddie, I'm gonna say Cherkozy, 
sued Universal for $20,000 for not getting an on-screen credit for their song Chicka Chick, which is the song that she sings, that uh, Aurora sings in the in the beginning, like the big sequence where she's looking at the Phantom Lady with the hat and it's like saying like, what the hell, how do you have that hat? Yeah. Um. So there was a lawsuit about that not getting credit. As far as Alan Curtis goes, this was actually... His, I know. So... <laughs> It, it, this is actually it's funny it's it's kind of funny in a way so uh i didn't mention it to you yet but i we talked about it with um friend of the show johnny messino that vinegar syndrome had released that flesh and fantasy horror blu-ray mm-hmm. uh which is like a, it's like an anthology and it's got like uh edward g robinson and barbara stanwick and 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 uh charles lawton's like a producer on it like it's like all the big wigs well actually um i haven't watched it yet because i just got it but uh alan curtis his first chance at being a leading man came with that movie because John Garfield was unwilling to to play in that movie in in any of the roles and Curtis was supposed to play a ruthless killer opposite Gloria Jean however the studio cut their performances from the final film version and they took that footage and they expanded it into a film noir called Destiny from 1944 wow and Flesh and Fantasy came out in 1943 so it's fan. It's fascinating to me. I mean, learning about that. I mean, I kind of want to see Destiny now because that sounds wild that they took a bit from what was going to be an anthology, like kind of horrorish movie, uh, and then took that and just basically built a, a whole other movie around it. Got to do um, something with that footage, right? But fascinating that that he's kind of caught up in that. And I literally just got that movie. So, yeah, um, little little interesting fact. I mean, we talked a little bit about Joan Harrison. Uh, you know, we mentioned that was her first production. Um, you have a new fa- you have a new fun fact about that? Not really. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what we discussed about her. I mean, obviously, she had a, a, a her start was with with Hitchcock, and then you know she ended up working on a lot of film noir ones that we've done. Um, Ride the Pink Horse, uh, They Won't Believe Me, um, a couple we haven't like Nocturne and Strange Affair of Uncle Harry, which is a very fascinating movie. We didn't I'm do sure. Nocturne. We haven't done Nocturne yet. No, I swear we did Nocturne. Not to my knowledge. Let's um, put it on the list then. Let's do it. And Strange Affair of Uncle Harry, because that one is a wild one. I've seen I saw that on um, on Noir Alley and it's it's a weird one. Also, also have starring Ella Rains. But I saved the my favorite one for last. Uh, my favorite fun fact for last. So this has to do with the cinematographer Woody Burdell. Um, All right. That's right. Yep. So um, although he's worked with many different genres over his career, a lot of it was at Universal. Um, he was already well known for doing film noir. He did Fan Lady, obviously. He did Lady on a Train with Dina Durbin, which is that kind of like weird one. I, I even talked to Film Noir Confidential about this one. Um, he did the cinematography for The Killers, which we've done, and The Unsuspected, which is a fantastic one as well. Warner Brothers editor George Amy said of Burdell, uh, I guess around that time, he could, quote, light a football stadium with a single match. Wow, that's and, quite a compliment. It's it's very complimentary. It's I think it's pretty accurate. I mean, you see you see it in this movie in particular. I mean, there's just a lot of great shadows and, and light in this throughout this movie. Even small things. Where, there's even like that sequence in the dressing room with Ella Rains where Marlo walks in the room and you kind of see her and it kind of fades in and out of some shadows. I mean, there's just so definitely many all things. like the Marlo stuff where he's being kind of right. mysterious in the shadows and stuff. Is, is exactly well walking into, into the streets door yeah uh, in the apartment you know a lot of great shadow shots for sure yeah but yeah that's that was uh that was the end of mine but i wanted to say i bet he used three matches on this one i don't know man it could have used one that's true with this budget huh yeah exactly do you have any anything to uh to add 
nah, that's it. Uh, definitely watch it. Seek it out. Yeah. You know, get a copy. It's it's a pretty good copy. I mean, it's not anything too bad. There's some some scratches and dust pops up every now and then, but nothing. Yeah, same online. Nothing too. Yeah, I think it's the same print. Same print. Um, yeah. Wait, did you have one about? Didn't you have one about Aurora? Didn't you have a, a note about? Oh that? yeah. So uh, her her last name was Miranda Aurora Miranda. She was mm-hmm. a Brazilian singer and actress, and she was a sister to Carmen Miranda, who was yeah pretty well known. So yeah, just that. Check okay. them out. Check them cool. out too. Spotify. Yeah. I'm sure they got some tunes. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I I think yeah. I'm really glad that you enjoyed it. I, I kind of mentioned that when we talked about it ahead of time. Yeah, 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 no, definitely. Just because I, I I am one that obviously like I'm a huge proponent of this film. So yeah, I can't I can't sing its praises enough. It's tough because it was a, a much hyped movie between you and the Noiros and then friends. And a lot of time that can be off-putting. <laughs> sure. sure. But I, I, I trusted uh, how it was being sold and also everyone behind it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. See, odd mocks pretty. Trust. I think you're, you could trust. You're, yeah, them. you're trusting. Yeah, you, you can, can trust. Free trust of, uh, and even uh, you know, knowing Cornell Woolrich, you know, did the story. Like he, Joan Harrison, solid works. I mean, yeah, yeah, everyone behind it. You know, knowing Ella Rains is going to be in there. I mean, yeah, it was just how is Lots this all going to come together? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's everything you would want and need, and it, it comes together quite nicely. Yeah. No, agreed. Yeah. No, I I'm, I love it. Great, great can, movie. Can we do it again, Dan? Well. Remember, don't come back next week, the week after. We get a whole week to watch these movies now. And catch up on old episodes, if you haven't already. I mean, we just gave you so much time to catch up. That's true. But, I mean, there's a lot of episodes, granted, so. That's right. There's like, <laughs> you'd be. Over 100. <laughs> you'd have quite a marathon if you watched all these movies, for sure. Yeah. But marathon the good ones. Will this one be a part of it? We'll come back in two weeks on Friday. I hear the I rain like now, Dan, by the way. I can hear it too. Uh, letting us know that get your umbrella because we're going to a rainy 1950. I don't know if there's any rain in this movie. Uh, there's a woman on the run, Dan. Oh. Don't kill me. Daddy boy, don't. <laughs> What's going on down there? Were those shots? You better call the police. It's been a murder. It's bad enough to be alone in a big city with no place to go. But as soon as the newspapers hit the streets and the killer finds out he didn't get your husband, there'll be guys looking for him with guns. Going in. Are you the police? Smile when you say that. I'm a reporter. Oh, newspaper man. Are you just going to leave me dangling here? Anyone? Where's your husband, Mrs. Johnson? I don't know. Did he see the killer? I don't know. Should we dance? Why don't you drop dead?
interesting. Yes. Uh, at the time, Dan said this was on Amazon Prime. Uh, it is public domain, so I imagine that's still it the is. case. Yeah, it is, and so I, I it'll be yeah. easy to find. I think. It, yeah, it, it. I think that one's probably like pretty easy to come by. It's probably even on YouTube, honestly. At this will point, will the print? Will there be a good print? Is really the question. Uh, come find out what the lads have to say. Yeah, but this, this yeah. one's a, this one's an interesting one. Yeah, I'm 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 very I'm gonna be very curious to see. This has been a lot on Dan's list for a long time, and uh, I mean. So is this one. So here we go. Yeah, this is a well. This is a well known and, and well dis- often discussed one. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Well, now it's time for the lads to often discuss it, as we often do. Uh, Absolutely. Speaking of discussions, and often, hey, get in touch with us. Sure, we're still out there. Yeah. Now we now we gotta like post again and stuff. Oh boy. Uh, the real out of the podcast at gmail.com is the email. Out of the podcast on Instagram. Out of the cast on Twitter. I hate Twitter now, even more now than I did last time when I hated it. But oh, sure, yeah. maybe I'll tweet it's, something. It's going. Way Let's buy down. that check mark, right, Dan? The whatever the new douche coin or whatever thing is that that's up there now. If you saw that, there's like a whole thing with the dog. And I haven't. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's like, the first time logging into Twitter in a long time to promote these episodes. Yeah, um, that's I would really say sad. Log log in and out. That's that's, that's what I say. Does Wait. not sound like the out of the podcast Twitter account will be around for much longer. So please follow us on other platforms. Email is always the best. Uh, I mean, yeah, even we used to do this on Anchor. Anchor yeah. is just now Spotify for podcasts. They changed it. So yeah, I mean, it was always owned by Spotify, but they they showed their man behind the curtain, and here we are. So everything's new and different, uh, including us. Like we said, we. Uh, chop wood we have children <laughs> this is what happens in a few months you know a lot can happen for sure it's a fast-paced world all right damn well i can already hear the babies crying in the background yeah. head, so <laughs> let's wrap it up uh good to be back everybody it's like yes. we never left right mm-hmm. thank you for listening yeah so old episodes this one us talk even if we're not recorded that was nice of you yeah sure <laughs> I actually didn't talk for like three months until we came back. So that's well, you, had a, you had a lot going on. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I respect the fact that, you know, you definitely had a lot going on with, with, uh, with your label and, and, and other things in your life and, and no, nothing, nothing changed. <laughs> yeah. But, but it gave you more time to, to devote to it. And I think that's oh, yeah, a couple, a couple extra Z's. Yeah. Yeah. And some sleep and yeah other other life things and for me too i mean yeah i mean as much as it's a break for you it's a break for me to kind of watch all the exploitation movies i watched in the yeah, end right. <laughs> i've been reading a lot of norm brayfogle batman comics because i finally got every issue of those so that's cool yeah it's been a lot of fun late 80s early 90s batman comics are just a total hoot yeah who knows maybe we'll get some more merch before the year's out maybe everything's expensive dude that's true but we love our fans right uh maybe financially i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see once we get the first check on this show baby thanks so much for coming back we'll see you in two weeks but in the meantime hey here's the crime here's the crime ding